Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy, where are we? Thursday. <laughs> We're midway through June. We are already halfway through 2023. How's your year going? How you feeling? <laughs> Since Rapture is uh, Rapture is is trending on on Twitter, the hashtag Rapture. What does that tell you? I, I think most people are like, okay, Jesus, take the wheel. Somebody come back and get us like now because it is nuts welcome back to life love and liberty it is in fact june the 15th 2023 life love and liberty tenets of the christian faith for sure the faith that is currently on the chopping block if not on someone's fbi target list Uh, Very sad in this country, uh, birthed in the spirit of freedom by the author of Freedom. Some of you, you know, quiver over uh, freedom versus liberty and uh, being a wordsmither. Um, I, I, I see, I can't, I make, I can make the distinction. I think it's probably for me, it's more of a philosophical, poetic distinction rather than, you know, the, the word, here's the deal. According to the word, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. Some people would say, well, you could change that for liberate. He who the sun liberates is liberated, <laughs> is liberated indeed right? Liberty versus freedom. We could do a whole show on that. We're not going to do that today though. So all hell has broken loose as usual in Twitterville. And I tweeted something earlier about one of the folks who was the owner of or the president of Burisma allegedly had been suicided and his wife had died a few years ago. And I'm like, this is absolutely unbelievable. And and people immediately are laughing, right? They're, oh, they've been Clinton cited. And I'm thinking, okay, this isn't, you know, it's not, do you, I'm sorry, do you understand what's happening? That's what I want to ask people now. Do you understand the gravitas of what's happening in this country and the globe? But primarily for us, right? I live in the United States somewhere. So it's not funny. And that coping mechanism sucks. It's over. That's done. That is part of what got us here is that we have zero moral compass when it comes to actually coping with things. 
right? We have all these psychobabble coping mechanisms, right? We go to our shrinks, we take our medication, we get online, we go through IG, Instascam, all of our little meme culture that they've lulled everyone literally to death with. Psychological, emotional, spiritual death. Like we are literally human humanoids. I mean, we're just zombies whenever it comes to anything of substance with regard to spirituality. And why would we need anything greater than ourselves? We've got memes. We've got an amen in every social platform. We can go on any social platform and be told that we're okay. You're okay. Sleeping with your neighbor's wife, it's okay. God knows your heart, right? Still shacking up with people, not married, no problem. It's okay. God made you that way, right? Still lying to your spouse, to your kids, your parents, your employer, your employees. No big deal. It's okay. I mean, Jesus died for all of our sins, Oh, that's, that's, it's okay. It's all right. That's covered, right? You're, you're good with, you know, reparations and open borders and come one, come all. And Jesus was a refugee, right? Very loving, very loving. You're good with a whole pride month, right? Because Jesus accepts everything. Jesus accepts everyone. God is love and love wins, Right? Yeah, all that's all that's social, 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 and it has zero moral underpinning at all, none whatsoever, full stop. Culturally, all accepted. When it comes to a morality that is actually predicated upon and rooted in inerrant truth, nada. None of what I just said is actually okay with a holy father. Shocking, I know, right? And then what people will do is confuse, you know, well, because Jesus got out there with everybody. He did indeed. He did indeed. Got out there with the hookers and the drunks and the tax collectors and all those folks, right? Did he hang out? Did he set up camp? Uh, did he become like them? Did he tell them, no problem, I'm here, I'm about to hit the cross, you guys carry on, right? You just keep it up because I'm about to take it all on so you guys continue on with all of your debauchery. I got this. Is that how your Bible reads, right? Love is love. (laughs) Love wins. Hashtag, I'm headed to the cross so you guys are off the hook. (laughs) Is that how that conversation went? No, not really. It was repent, (laughs) repent for the kingdom of God is at hand and he's, and it's in you, it's in you. It's not in politics. It's not out here. It's, it's not anywhere, but I want to get back to this, this coping stuff that we do, right? We do it because in order to repent, that requires a consistent, dedicated, committed relationship to that which we are repenting uh, for, right? In, in, in order to maintain fellowship. Unless your marriage is an open marriage, uh, your spouse is probably not going to be cool with you like 
confessing that you've that you're having an affair, but not stopping it. I mean, a lot of people make it through affairs. They just do. They choose to do it, and they forgive, and they move on. And it takes a very long time, but they do it. And some of them are like, best thing that ever happened to us, right? But the secrecy is what keeps you out of fellowship. Just the or or just the bombastic nature some people have, where they're like, eh, like the super psycho narcissistic. Love that term. Speaking of psychobabble, um, the the person who's all me 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 me. You know, the spirit of self, the kingdom of Satan. Me, 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 I, 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 that's narcissism, right? There's like no love in that. It's all about self. And there's a hundred thousand different reasons that people, you know, become self, 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 self centered. Either they're super over medicated with attention as a kid, or they are completely rejected and abandoned. Either way, it presents itself in the way of people who are just like, yeah, so what? I'm, I'm having an affair. You don't like it? There's the door. But I love you. I'm never going to make it without you. Right? And that psycho is usually the one that's like, yeah, you're right. Good luck. You're never going to find anyone like me who loves you the way I do, who cheats on you the way I do, and, you know, provides for your other needs, though. Whatever that is, status, seat at the table, gowns, jewelry, a, a, a new camper, trailer, a new jet ski, right? New Harley, what, whatever, Whatever your must-need du jour is, you guys know I'm right because you've dated these people or you're married to one now. And I've, listen, I've been through a lot and I've ministered to a lot of people and I watch, I observe a lot. And these are my observations that our culture copes with life in really, really, really crappy ways. And guess what? The other thing that Yeshua did not say was, I came that you may have life and cope more abundantly. That's not what he said. I came to give you coping skills with life, <laughs> right? To get through life. And so all of you are like, oh, they've been Clinton sighted. Oh, yeah, well, we knew that was going to happen. And, and that's what happens because you know why? Because no one's ever held accountable. And so I think in order for people to cope, instead of praying and fasting and commanding and binding and loosing and calling forth God's justice, our Father's justice, His kingdom come and His will be done, it from His heavenly courts into this earthly uh, system, instead of doing that with the authority with which we've been given in Christ Yeshua, instead of doing that, we laugh. And it has really irked the crap out of me all day. Now, fun fact, that story is not true. That story was horribly perverted by someone online who is apparently known for perverting things. And uh, apparently this fairy tale came out of an interview that was given by Rudy Giuliani on Fox, I believe. And the way it was worded, it almost sounded, and I've heard the clip, it almost sounded as if, in fact, the wife had died, who was the bookkeeper for Burisma, and she agreed to hand over all of the offshore accounts and all of the accounting of Burisma that includes the Bidens, allegedly. She's gone, okay? But but then the, the stories were, oh, well, so's the uh, so's the president of Burisma. 
right? But that's not true. So that has been, quote, debunked. But the, but the thing I wanted to touch on today was exactly what I've been pushing. <laughs> Got my finger on it, just pushing it in, right? That we're not called to cope. Now, coping skills are important, and we all have them in the sense of how do you get through different levels, different cycles, different days of life, different, you know, smashes, (laughs) different, the enemy comes in like a flood for a smash and grab, right? Those little hooligans up in uh, New York have nothing on Satan himself whenever he sends his emissaries and they come in and his mercs show up in the form of all kinds of stuff. And it's a smash and grab, man. And he comes in and just wrecks your life. And you're left standing there going, hmm, okay, well, this is interesting. Wasn't planning for this. So how am I going to cope to get through? Well, when you don't have a compass, when you don't have anything in the form of a promise, of hope, of truth, of of overcoming, of compassion, understanding, um, help. He's a very present help in times of trouble, times of need, right? And And you don't have something that consistently throughout thousands of years of writing, right? 66 different authors, books, uh, you know, multiple continents, multiple generations, and all of these things add up to, to point to one thing. You don't have to cope. You actually have a father. You have a heavenly host. You have a savior. You have a joint heir. You have his Holy Spirit. If you've said amen and he comes and he's, and he's dwelling inside of you, you have the truth. You have the written word. You've got the word planted inside of you. You've got the word of your pastors, hopefully, that are not feeding you stale bread and, you know, putrid water. And you, you have the truth. And so instead of drugs and counseling for years on a couch and 150 bucks an hour and gossiping and talking and complaining and griping to all of your friends and your in-laws about your in-laws, about your husband, about your kids, being angry, being depressed, being oppressed, you know, being overly medicated, uh, sleeping all day, drinking all night, you know, sexing all day, sexting with, you know, people, Facebooking, you name it. Cope, 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 cope. Complaining about politics. Just bitching online all day long. Coping, 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 coping. Excuse my expletive, but you know I'm right. You know I'm right. And it's coming at a cost because we should be on our knees crying out. For not only our father of comfort, but our father of unrelenting justice. Justice. And I'm telling you, I had a vision of this while I was in my prayer group or I was in a space praying. I don't know. It was recent. I said it out loud because it was in real time and, and I wasn't even trying to think of this. And it came, I, I had the vision and it came right out of my face. And I'm going to say it here on my podcast again. There is a tsunami of justice coming. So 
the church needs to be in higher ground. We need to be in the ark, which is the word, and in our individual arcs, which is our families, our churches, our fellowships, our um, our communities, you know, our neighborhoods, our counties, our states. We need to be in our arcs, but fundamentally, you've got to be in the ark, in fellowship, consistently, or you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it because these are biblical times. This isn't 2008. This isn't the Nixon administration. This is not Reagan. This is not Bush senior. This is not world war two. This is not the civil war. This is when people use the term unprecedented. It is for a reason. That means it's never happened. Right. And so here we are. This is, these are, this is a, thank God though, we are in the dispensation of grace and mercy, right? And what does that mean? It means we still have time to hunker down and get into that ark and understand what our standard of living is uh, as Christians. It's a standard. It's called holiness. That's it. There are multiple standards. There are not all these different paths to get up to God. Nope. Mm -mm. No. And it's not about emotions. Uh, I, I, although we do know our father has feelings about things. He's a jealous father because he does not want to lose us to devils. He doesn't want to share us with devils according to his word. He doesn't want to share us with idolizing other things. He wants our worship and our fellowship and our love and our admiration and our awe and our reverence and respect and honor because he's worthy and because he gave everything. He gave everything so that you don't have to cope. Amen. And the only way you're going to know that is by knowing what's written in his word. The tsunami of justice that's coming is, is going to, you know, tsunamis have a way of taking out the good, the bad, the innocent, the guilty, um, it, it, there's a lot of that's coming and, and what you see happening, um, are people starting to bring up names and places and spaces and things, you know, that have been, that are like generational, like they're going way back in the way back machine of politics. And you're, they're, they're dredging up all of this, all, all of, I mean, the swamp is being dredged spiritually and it's coming out on the political battlefield. It's on Fox News. It's on all of your cable, mainstream media, all that stuff. It's all coming. And President Trump, a lot of that came out of his own mouth the other night. Things were mentioned. Very kind of mm, off the cuff, like it, nothing that he really spent any amount of time on. But if you've been following all of this, you understand what the implications are. People are starting to bring up Epstein again you know, and blackmail. And, and those are things that are going to dredge lakes, oceans of injustice. Oh my gosh. The stacks of bodies that the powers that be could have stacked in the bottom of the ocean of murder, corruption, blackmail, extortion, rape, harvesting of organs, Killing, I mean, it is wars, it is trafficking, drugs, 
murders. It, it is uh, kidnappings. I mean, the bodies that are in this proverbial ocean. <laughs> and right now, I, I heard someone just the other day just give this awesome, you know, right as I'm already thinking tsunami, like those are the visions I'm getting, right? And I've had dreams about it for the past few months and this tsunami of things. And and this man says, you know, you know what happens right before the tsunami, right? <laughs> like all the water gets sucked out into, into uh, oh, hello, prime example, the last hurricane we had, uh, St. Pete, right? The whole bay was like gone, it was the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I've, I have frequented those beaches since I was a little girl. And when I saw the, 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 the St. Petersburg Bay was like Tampa Bay. That's what it was. Is Tampa Bay was like out to sea. <laughs> and you could literally walk across the bay. It was like a freaking Red Sea moment. <laughs> you could walk across the bay. I was down there like right after that. And actually working, I deployed with a Samaritan's Purse. And so you can, you, you could walk across the bottom of the ocean, right? The bay. And I'm like, man, this is creepy. Because, because the further out you got, you know, you started thinking, hey, wait a minute. Is this thing going to go out? Is it going to come back in as fast as it went out? It's creepy. Okay. That's where we are. And you're about to see some things exposed that are going to be ghoulish, politically ghoulish, right? And it's coming out. It's all not about to. It's happening right now in real time. You've got a $10 million deposit. You've got a $5 million bribe. You've got $10 million on his tax return, on President, uh, I'm sorry, on uh, Joe Biden's tax return, personal tax return, totally unaccounted for. Who knows? Who cares? Whatever. But we got to have Trump's tax returns because we're going to find another burning body. <laughs> it doesn't never exist, by the way. Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh, I'm not even going to talk about the 20 Republicans that completely, completely screwed you. I'm not going to do it. Nope, because it's not even worth my time. It's not even worth the frustration and the pontification. And you can hear about 50 other pundits talking about it. And that's not going to be me. So it is what it is. These people have, and what they'll do is hide behind the pearl clutching of, well, this is a matter of, you know, this is a matter of, uh, what do they call it? I mean, it's so, it's not standards. Why is that totally escaping me? Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a matter of, you know, my personal my personal morality. And it's constitutional. I'm like, I'm sorry, what part of Adam Schiff lying to the American people Literally coming out of skiffs with, oh, we, I can't share what I just saw. Unequivocally, we got him, right? There's some big things and there's no doubt Trump's going down. I mean, we heard that for how many years? And to the tune of $32 million. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And the Republicans are like, well, you know, it's a matter of personal conviction. I, I just can't, I just can't vote to find him. We can censure him, but not find him. Okay, fair enough. Who's coming up with our $32 million? What are we going to do with that? Where's that? Right. So I have, I'm just done with the GOP. I've been done with the Republican Party. I've never really been a part of the Republican Party, to be honest with you. I've never been a GOP girl. I've said that for the past eight years on these airwaves. I am not that girl. Um, but I have to pick one. <laughs> so 
I vote with an R. Uh, but that is not my first choice. I would vote with a C, with a constitutional republic, constitutional conservative. Give me a C squared. How about that? I'm down with that. But these are crazy times we live in. And so, so that's part of the dredge. You get to see who's who. Oh my gosh. I, I see many of President Trump's former employees bashing. They're all like jumping ship. Um, you know, over to the DeSantis. If they can't cut it there, then they're over to uh, others and other campaigns. And But they spend most of their day, you know, just kind of playing cat and mouse games online, bashing President Trump while maintaining his name in their profiles. Amazing. So classless, too, I might add. I mean, forget about NDAs, you know, but th- this is just a matter of, you know, gloating and celebrating and, uh, you know, I'm like, hold on, sweetheart, you, and I'm not going to name names in my podcast. You can, tw- you can check out my Twitter feed and go find that for yourself. But I'm like, what, wait a minute, pumpkin. You just spent four years on the man's team representing him on every single news station in the, in the, in the world, right? You were the face of the campaign, one of them. And now you have the unmitigated gall to sit and gloat over what's happening to him, which is what which really spells what's happening to the nation. Because it is. And even if this was happening to if this was happening to any other what who I believe to be innocent as a Democrat, notice I didn't insert Joe Biden there. But if this were happening to anyone else on the left, in the middle, on the right, behind you, in front of you, whatever. I don't care what party you're part of. It's wrong. It's wrong. On any planet, any given day of the week, any party, it's wrong. It'll always be wrong. And so for anyone who is part of his administration to take their personal frustration, and believe me, I've had plenty of phone calls with people who worked in that administration who were extremely frustrated and still frustrated, to be quite honest with you, because they see some of the same people who are still around the president. And it angers them and it frustrates them. And like I said today, and I've said it for years now, President Trump is a businessman. He is not a politician. He is a CEO. He did not, did not, and I believe now does, understand the breadth and the depth of just how sick and twisted and vile and demonic. It's not just a swamp. It's not. It is the underworld. It is the underbelly of the underworld that dwells in Washington, D.C., and there's over 50,000 of them. So you don't just, you can, you, I love these people who are like, we're going to take down the noob state. I'm like, okay, well, good luck with that. Because it is literally, if you don't have a spiritual understanding and you're not deploying spiritual tactics in Ephesians 6 and 12 style, you will lose. You will lose because you're dealing with the underbelly of the underworld. You're dealing with wickedness actually in high places, in darkness, right? But that's this is what we're dealing with. And so if you don't understand that, and you're not a president who either practices prayer and fasting yourself, has prayer warriors around you who understands how to pray and binding and loosing and, you know, really doing battle in the prayer realm, if you don't have that around you, you don't make it. And I'm convinced one of the main reasons why he's still with us, praise God, is because he actually has had people like that around him, at least a few of them. Others are just showboaters. They call themselves pastors and they're not. 
They're not, and I know from personal experience. So I'm not heaving false accusations because I don't believe in that. I could write a book on some of the things. Mm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he hired people he was told were the best for the job. And he believed the people who told them that these others were the best for the job. And that's what you do as a CEO. You delegate. You don't sit around and micromanage. And then you get to business on the numbers. Right? He had more respect in, with foreign entities. and foreign, Our foreign relations were the best that they've been in a very long time with President Trump. And that was because they held him in high regard. They understand the measure of who he is and what he represents. And quite honestly, they weren't put off like a bunch of Pollyanna Americans, pearl-clutching fake Christians who, you know, were so put off with his candor. They weren't put off with that. This is how these men and women don't think Margaret Thatcher was some kind of a holy rolling nun, right? She wasn't a choir girl. (laughs) Her nickname speaks for herself, right? So... She was a bad, a bad mamma jamma. So, you know, President Trump was, is, is still respected and slightly feared. And and there's something to that around the globe, but here's the deal. He's not feared here. He's not feared by the administrative state. And there was no way he was going to overcome those odds with that amount of of evil without our father's direct um, intervention. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know that we would have cleaned out the rot of this country any other way than the way that it's gone down. And I know that just aggravates the fire out of some of you. And I'm not a Q person, so you can't accuse me of that. Although I do see some things, I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to revisit some of those Q drops because there's some things happening right now that are very interesting. Uh, but I've I've just never been, you know, people try to put me in all those little groups. First of all, quit doing that. I'm, I'm not going to jump into your pro-Russia, pro-Q, pro-this. I'm just, that's not what I do. But thank you. So, but you do see, you know, where there's some interesting things that are being exposed. And whether Q is real or fake or, you know, some national hero or, you know, some operation, who knows? But I know this, we're seeing a lot of things exposed. And so what do we do with all of that? We can cope. We can create memes. We can laugh. We can mock, we can scoff, we can drink, we can cuss, we can fight, we can un- be unforgiving, we can lose relationships, alienate ourselves from our family, friends, neighbors, strangers, you know, have high blood pressure, work yourself into a stroke, uh, you know, die of fear and terror and dread, you know, any number of things that the Bible outlines is going to happen to men in, in, their, in our latter days, Right. Men's hearts will fail them for the fear that comes into the land. And I'm telling you, there's nothing to fear. And I don't have to tell you that. Don't take my word for it. Read the word. Fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. Why? Because I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of love and of power. 
power, power and a sound mind. So when you see these things happening, don't let your hearts be troubled. Start singing hallelujah. Start singing hallelujah. Praise him in all things, not for all things, but in all things. Amen. Rejoice for the fact that the way the ocean of this country has receded and it has gone way out. Right. And so you're seeing all the dead fish and the corpses of the the Clinton dynasty and the Bush and the this and the blah, blah, blah. You know, all the things that we mock and make fun of, right? Look at all of our former administrations, look at our agencies, look at the fourth branch, look at the administrative state, oh whatever y'all call it, deep state, whatever. Look at all of that, right? Look at all of our treaties and all of our policy and all the stuff that's just, you know, not to mention, I didn't even mention the sweet babies that we've murdered along the way as Americans in abortion. Oh my gosh. I mean, have we, have we murdered at least a billion children, souls, lives, someone who probably had the cure for cancer in their mind and their DNA. And that's why they were created. Who knows? Who knows? But we just, you know, we fight over it's policy. It's our right to murder life. Unbelievable, right? But even in all of that, we still have reason to hope. Because he has not returned for us yet. And when he does, there's a simple question that was asked. Will I find faith? Will he find faith? Right? And right now it's really, really easy to get swept up in in the storm that is swirling right now. There's a lot of things flying, a lot of shrapnel, a lot of nails, boards, cows, cars, you name it, dead bodies, sins of past politicians, sins of current politicians, lies, sex, and videotapes, all that stuff, right? Horrible, gross stuff. It's all swirling. Get in the ark. Get in the ark. Get in your arcs. Hunker down close the hatch some of you guys are like can't wait y'all been prepping forever right you're just like we're gonna live off grid no you don't have to live off grid your neighbors need you your family needs you your fellowships need you they don't need you living in a friggin bunker you know eating mres just waiting no this is gonna be a minute by the way (laughs) so you may as well and listen Get in there, get with the Lord, ask him to decorate your ark. Your indiv- get in the word, that is your ark, amen, the ark. And then ask him to decorate your individual arks. And he will. And there's hope and there's joy and there's, you know, I'm not talking, listen, and mourning. There's grieving, they're seeking comfort. I'm not suggesting that we just pop open the, you know, first miracle and everybody sing Kumbaya, everything's super fantastic, great. But I am suggesting that, you know, we mourn the loss of our nation because we have lost it. And I'll be honest with you, with the things you see that are emerging right now on the bottom of this nasty ocean called the United States of America, we should just be grateful that we are still breathing, that we are even a geographical blip on a map, spiritually speaking. No kidding. And if we weren't in the age 
of in the dispensation of grace in his in his never ending mercies of David, we would no longer exist as a nation. And maybe that is the reason that we're not mentioned in uh in Revelation. But with the things and the sins that we've perpetuated on ourselves, on our own soil, and upon others, we are just lucky and blessed to be here. No kidding. That is true. So, and you know it's true. It's horrible. Listen, the things that have come out are about us. They're not just ratchet people from the past and ratchet people currently, you know, running the swamp. It's about us. We allow it. We've seen it. We've had people tell us. We've laughed at them, laughed them off the airwaves. Didn't believe it. It was so over the top. You couldn't believe it. And here it is. It's right there in your face. Like a Bill Gates pie just shoved right up your nostrils. Right? So when you get in the ark, just know that it's okay to cry. We should be crying. And we should be crying not for the... Oh, man, this is good. We should be crying not for the loss of our nation, but because we have lost contact and fellowship with our creator, with our father, with the author of that constitution that we have come to idolize and we don't even live it. So I'm going to leave you on a high note tonight. And with that, make sure (laughs) that you run on over to Monica Protects with gold.com. I'm not being funny. I'm being sassy. I was just watching something on Twitter actually a few moments ago uh, with some, you know, interesting folks within the finance world. All people can talk about now is gold, 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 silver, 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 metal, metal, metal. But Monica, you know, people were, oh, you don't know. And, and gold's going to plummet. I'm like, it's not about... It's not about making people rich. It's not about plummeting or, you know, when, how, I mean, how long would gold stay at $300 an ounce whenever the entire globe is actually turning to gold as their standard? Yeah, not long. So my point has been hedge. And some of you, and I've heard you in spaces just last night, we're like gold co all the way, baby. Amen. Some of you have already converted your savings, part of your savings, your Roth IRAs or your retirements, your 401ks. You can choose any of the three I just mentioned and you can get them secured and safe and out of the current market and out of, to be quite honest with you, the Biden regime's um, candy bowl to cover all the sins that you see uncovered right now. It's coming out of your 401k. No kidding. It is. Up to 45% of your portfolios have been completely absconded by the Biden regime. So this is his regime, by the way. Some people call it an administration. I call it a regime for obvious reasons, right? Because this is how regimes act. They actually put their political opponents in prison. They actually host uh, political prisoners on their soil right, for exercising their God-given rights, right? So, yeah, they actually do those things. That's called despotism. That is called a regime. So I don't mean to be disrespectful. Actually, I'm calling it exactly what it is. I'm being truthful and honest, and sadly, you know it. And that is something to grieve over. But listen, no nation was ever given over without good cause. 
And whatever level of captivity our country is living in, administratively, spiritually, geographically, you know, whatever, politically, we have earned every second of it. We have. And until we are willing to take ownership of it as Americans on both sides of the aisle and the weirdos in the middle, just kidding, even the lukewarm ones in the middle, right? Until we're willing to do that, we're not going to get our hearts right. We're not. And if you're not in the ark, that tells me you're not getting your heart right. And if you're not in the ark, you're just not going to be able to emotionally, mentally, fiscally, spiritually, physically survive what's happening and what's coming. And I'm not a fear monger. I'm not a freaked out panic attacker person. I'm not hysterical. I'm not being emotional. I'm as sober minded as I've always been. I am telling you, I'm begging you. I'm pleading with you as my brothers and sisters, young, old, black, white, purple, green, don't care, Jewish, Muslim, Christian, get in the ark of the word of God. Receive your Savior. Say yes to Yeshua today, not tomorrow, not next week, tonight. Tonight, seek him. Accept him with your mouth and your heart and your whole mind and your whole soul. Accept him and start to seek him and you will find him. Knock, it will be open. Ask, you shall receive. It is there for the receiving. I'm not even going to say the taking. We don't take anything from God. We receive, amen. It is there to be received. And the call is as loud as it's ever been. If you are backslidden, please come home. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of your Father. And we are called to fellowship. We are called to higher ground. We're called above politics. We're we're called above warring and strife and striving and backbiting and maliciousness. We're called above all of that. Come home. Home, get in the ark. Confess your sins. He is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all, 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 all unrighteousness. He is, he came to heal us of all of our diseases and to forgive us of all of our sins. Get in the ark. Make sure you're in fellowship. With believers, very important. Bring all of your objections, all of your bitterness, all of your church wounds, all of your, they're just a bunch of hypocrites. Bring all that with you. I know, I've heard it. I've probably said it. Bring all that with you onto your knees, on onto holy ground before your holy father and drop all that crap down right there at the foot of the cross and ask him to take it from you. Because you know what? Whatever you're not forgiving you will not be forgiven. That's a promise. You don't have to go back to the old church, but you have to forgive the old church. You don't have to go back to the abusive spouse, but you have to forgive the abusive spouse. Amen. We're called to forgive or we're not forgiven. We're not going to heal this country any other way than by getting in the ark. That's it.
I've said it for years. And I'm going to leave you with that. MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Thanks for joining me tonight. Be back tomorrow. Uh, Probably not, actually. It's Friday. I'm headed over to a prayer vigil right now for a little girl by the name of Riley Faith. Please keep her in your prayers throughout this weekend. Please, please, please. Um, She needs complete restoration of health. Riley Faith. Love you guys. Have a good night. Be good to your neighbors. Be getting your own mirror. And if you're an American and a Christian, act like one. I just hope your heart's full. I just hope your heart's full.